This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton. We have a special uh, uh, guest here with us today, uh, and it's a special topic as well. University of Texas basketball team won their first game of the year last night in a resounding fashion, 92 to 48 over Houston Baptist. Uh, our Jerry Hamilton uh, is actually at Dallas Kimball today, and he has uh, our Terry Morris. Terry Morris is a point guard out of Dallas Kimball, uh, and Jerry and he are in the library today just right after Terry's national signing ceremony with the Horns. Jerry, how you doing today, bud? I'm good, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Is this not the two best athletes you've ever seen on camera at the same time? <laughs> yeah, clear, clearly. One one of you, like I, some one of us three, also has more hair than everybody else too. I don't mind getting a little lean, lean on the top here. Terry, congratulations today, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, so for those unaware, uh, Terry uh, signed with Texas today, a point guard out of Kimball in Dallas, perennial powerhouse program. Uh, Jerry, give us the lowdown a little bit about what you see about Terry then feel free to start asking Terry some questions. Yeah, Terry you know, obviously I'm part of the uh, on3.com uh, national basketball rankings. I uh, have number 14 prospect in the country, and he'd probably tell me he's underrated, which I love, right? Um, and he'll prove me wrong, like all these guys do in the next couple of years. But uh, Terry was elite, elite athlete. Uh, you know, look, if, if any sport he played, he'd be one of the best athletes on the on the field, on the court. Uh, but this is a guy who's a hyper-competitive. Um, I love everything about his game. He shoots the ball really well. His inline in to inline speed is as good as you'll find. Um, he is, and I've said this before, and this is not putting too much pressure on our guy right here, but he's the best athlete at guard Texas has signed since TJ Ford. That dates all the way back to 2002. That's the level athlete TJ was. This is the level athlete Terrio is. And uh, Terry, kind of talk about the decision. You committed in July and kind of what led you to that decision. Well, really, I just say coming in, when I went on a visit, uh, they showed me around campus. I fell in love with the campus. Uh, they Just the facility, how the new facility that they're building, the the players, how they treated me like I was already family. Once I got down there, just on a regular visit, just an unofficial visit, they treated me like like I was already there, one of them players. So I just say going down there, everything just came in from just having a great conversation with my mom, the coaches, Coach Rivera, Coach Ron, uh, Coach Biggie. When he was here, just everything just fell in place from there. And that decision just, just opened up for all of us. And we found out that was something that me and my family decides that I need to be there. That was a great fit for me. Who, which team do you play for in AAU? Are you in a, a or, or, you know, do you play for any particular showcase team or whatever? Uh, really just uh, Dallas Showtime, Big E team, Dallas Showtime. Gotcha. The, the, the question I would ask is which Texas assistants were your primary recruiters and what was your relationship that you built with Chris Beard when he became the head coach at Texas? I say uh, coming out, Coach Howard was very big on me. He was working every day, texting me, making sure that, you know what I'm saying, that they're, they're my main priority, you know. Then I say Coach Malgrie, the one 
came from uh, Texas Tech. We were just all all engaged, having great conversations and all that. And Coach Barry came along, and we just had a great conversation. Uh, we clicked, like, right away. We just knew it was something that I needed to be there right away as soon as possible. And, Terry, for, for the Texas fans, how do you see your fit in the program, in Chris Beard's program? Mm, just – I said just all-around score, you know, just being a, being a point guard they need. Yeah. And what are some areas of your game you think you need to improve on as you get ready for your senior year? Look, favorite, top two-ranked team in the state. Uh, but what are, what are areas you need to work on as you get prepared for your senior year and then going to Texas? I say just being more consistent, you know, on both ends, on defense and offense. And I say coming in as uh, – I say just finishing more, you know, from, from shooting threes, contested, free throws, everything, just – Everything basically, you know what I'm saying? It just, I wouldn't say that I need to work on it, but I just say I just need to get better with it because it's, it's levels to it. And I want to reach every level of step, every step that I need to reach, I'm able to reach that by just staying in the gym. It's hard for a lot of times in recruiting, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever the sport, Terrio, um, fans don't necessarily, they can't, they have to grab, they can't grasp a picture of you as a player unless there's a comparison out there. So, for us that that are, are just not as in tune with high school sports right now, give Longhorn fans a sense of who you are as a player. Like, who does your game remind you of or who do you model it after, that sort of thing? Uh, that's a great question right there. I'll say just the Texas fans, I'm going to bring everything everything at all costs, you know, on both ends. Uh, sometimes I model my game out the John Wall, a little bit of John Morant, uh, John Morant on both ends, you know, just – it's going to be crazy, you know what I'm saying? Once I my first game down there as a freshman, just just give it up, give them all every game. Jerry, obviously, yeah, uh, John Morant. You know, look, we I hate putting the expectations on guys, but Dad is very similar from an athletic standpoint, wow. from a size standpoint, from an ability standpoint. There's a lot of similarities there, and John Wall speed with the basketball, absolutely, absolutely. I almost said a bad word, absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. Talk about because I we got to make fun of Coach Beard here, right? He got in a go kart uh, race with him on his official visit and almost knocked him out cold, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something that he always reminded me about. He, he comes to me and be like, "Hey, my shoulder still hurts." Yeah. <laughs> every day he reminds me every day that his shoulder still hurts. You know, those two hyper competitive guys going at it go kart racing, right? I mean, yeah. that's that's that that's how you mesh in recruiting uh, for sure, Bobby. Especially the uh, trainer, the trainer up there at, uh, at Texas. Coach, Coach Riley. Coach Riley, he's very competitive. You know, he beat me in uh, uh, bag toss, uh, everything, everything we play, he beat me in, you know. So he's he's bragging rights right now. He has bragging rights. And, and for those that don't know Coach Riley, I went down to do an interview with him during the summer. He breaks out a Connect Four game. We shake hands, he breaks out a Connect Four game <laughs> just to test how competitive you are. And, of course, he beat me. I was like, I haven't played this since I was like six. How am I going to compete in this? <laughs> Um, Terry, a question, question for you. Um, you got Jerry tells me that you um, watched the Longhorns play last night. Is that is that true? Yes, sir. What did you think? That was great. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody playing as a team, as a one. Yeah, I, I thought I thought they I watched it as well. And I know Jerry did, too. I thought that they uh, they look really, really talented at a number of positions, probably the most depth. I've seen in the Texas basketball program, and I don't even know when, Jerry. Yeah, it, it's been a it's been a while. Obviously, the uh, rollout ten uh, legitimate, really talented players on the court at the same time, and 
Um, you know, look at next year, bringing in Terry O'Hare, Dylan Mitchell, um, who I'm, we talked about before. Dylan's an elite athlete, a six seven out of Montverde Academy. I don't know if y'all are playing each other this year, probably not, but um, I, I know Montverde's playing Duncanville for sure. Probably y'all match up somewhere. Uh, but yeah, so two of the top 25 uh, ranked prospects in the country in the signing class for Coach Beard's first class. And Mitchell's more of that because we've talked about him as well as Terry O before. Mitchell's more of that big forward, like forward slash. Big Small guard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Dylan play? Yeah, I've seen Dylan. What, what's your take on Dylan's game? Hey, See, hey, this is better than my take is. <laughs> hey, man, he's a he's an all-around player. You know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? I can throw lobs, too, on both hands. You know, he's a great player. Good deal. All right. Well, Terrio, thanks for your time, bud. I, I really appreciate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk some more basketball here with uh, Jerry Hamilton. Uh, but uh, Terrio Morris, congratulations on your signing with the University of Texas today. Big day for you, young man. Congratulations. When we're done, we're going to go race. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, hey, all I can say, Jerry, is you better not have the Flintstones mobile because I'm, so I'm you're... He, he's, on, he's on foot. I'm in a car. <laughs> uh, I'm winning. Well, I, I just – when you said his inline to inline speed was one of his strengths – it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, yours you, isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Not unless there's a buffet. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 too true. There are no more buffets in the pandemic, though, Jerry. Let's remember that. Um, hey, I, I do want to grab you while we were talking basketball. Obviously, you're there uh, in the library of uh, Dallas Kimball. Once again, this is Bobby Burton with Jerry Hamilton for On Texas Football, a special edition basketball edition. Uh, which we will do throughout the year. Um, you know, Jerry, I was reading Tim Preston of Inside Texas this morning, uh, had an article on, on the game that I thought was unique, how he broke it down, the kind of the positives to take away and the negatives. Um, you know, the positives uh, for you from that game that, that, that you really saw. Yeah, I think the, the one thing when you watch a team that has so many new pieces early with a new coaching staff is, is how's the chemistry, how the guy's going to gel. And I think right now it looks really good. Um, you know, when you consider that this is really, you know, the scrimmages count a little bit, but that's just not the same. You have an exhibition game, then you have the season opener. That's the first time this team's played together. I mean, four guys come back off of last year's team, which was a three-seed team, obviously. Then you bring in seven new transfers, one freshman, Jalen Tyson, a couple of walk-ons that are going to contribute in their way at times. But I just thought that connectivity, uh, the buy-in, which I've been told uh, consistently this summer, the buy-in was there once they got these guys together. So I think from that standpoint, uh, that's the biggest thing right now. Look, all these teams have something to work on. I mean, uh, uh, with Texas, the guards are going to have to rebound the ball better um, to help out, especially while Dylan Disu still on the mend, uh, getting that knee back to 100% so, that, so they get him back. Because right now you lack the one big. So you're going to struggle rebounding the ball a little bit. You're going to struggle with your post defense a little bit. It, just from a rotation standpoint. So those guards are really going to have to come down and rebound the basketball. And that really begins Saturday against Gonzaga uh, because Gonzaga has a big advantage with the bigs. Uh, Chet Holmgren, Drew Timmy, the best big combo in college basketball. Their guards, Gonzaga, are a little inexperienced now. Uh, they've got some new faces there. Um, and that's an area that the Texas experienced guards are going to have to be more physical in that game. And they're going to have to come down and help rebound in the basketball. But I like so much of what I see. Look, there's 
there's there's extra pass is happening. It's going to happen under Chris Beard. Two, three, four passes, reversal on all those possessions. Cleaner looks from three, not force threes late in shot clocks. There will be some of those against good teams. But in general, it's going to be better looks, and that's going to lead to more consistent shooting the ball from the perimeter. And this is a team that's going to make free throws. They didn't. They only shot 68% last night for as a team, but they're going to shoot 75 76% as a team this year, and that's going to be a strength. So I like where, I like where uh, the team is headed. They need Bisu back though to make the run they want to make they got to have that third big and that rotation rebound defensively and dc can stretch it and shoot it like trey mitchell so they need that part yeah i think i think that uh, one of the things tim mentioned in, in that article was the offensive rebounds by houston baptist were just off the charts uh, in a positive way for houston baptist which means it's a negative for for texas so dylan dc is the vanderbilt transfer that uh, uh jerry is referencing that led the sec in rebounding a year ago Obviously, that would help uh, the Longhorns on the interior. Um, you know, Jerry, uh, I'm I'm a layman in basketball, like nobody's business. Like that's just not not my first sport. I played it growing up uh, in junior high, but never never passed that. And um, it, as I watched that game, uh, what I thought was really strong was the basketball IQ. No question. Like I, I didn't feel like anybody on there was more athlete than player. Um, I felt like uh, high effort guys, almost to the core. Um, and you know, I, I look at it six six players finishing double digits. Um, I think eight or nine players got ten plus minutes. So it wasn't you know this one sided group. It it does appear uh, like. Like Marcus Carr is kind of the leader right now. Would you would you say that? Because he's got the ball in his hands the most. Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen for sure. I think are the leaders. And um, to your point, I mean, yeah, that's 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 the thing. And, and when I look, watched the game last night, Bobby, I totally agree with what you said. I don't even think they played that well in the first half. That shows you the upside of the team. You know, they were sloppy with the basketball. They're still going to have some spacing issues early, right? They're going to over dribble a little bit. They're going to overpass a little bit. That's just getting accustomed to playing with each other, knowing where guys are going to move and cut. And, uh, but I just think you're seeing, you're, you're seeing some things offensively that Texas fans haven't seen in, in a long time, and that is just more backdoor cuts. There's more movement away from the ball. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Yeah. 25 Saturday nights, 50 matches, all season long on ION. This is a game changer for sports. Savinia takes a shot herself. Hammers it home. Oh my goodness. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IonNWSL.com. Um, you know, it's just not on the ball movement. It's off the ball movement. And I do think these guys are um, a long way from a finished product. And I think that's what makes it exciting. Yeah, they, they just look good. I mean, I, I'll be... They look like they not only have talent, they look like they have basketball acumen. Oh, um, I, it's a good group of, of guys. How they all mesh, obviously, will will end up being the deal. Um, I, you know, one thing I, I want to go back to recruiting just to, to follow up on Terio Morris and Dylan uh, Mitchell. Who did they choose Texas over both of those guys? Yeah, uh, Morris was um, – he, he was a one-time Memphis commitment. 
uh, is to Penny Hardaway. He's from the Memphis area originally. That's where his mom went to high school. That's where uh, he grew up before he moved to Dallas. So Memphis was very much in the running there. Kansas wanted him. Uh, Coach Howard, who came to uh, Texas from Kansas, was recruiting him hard at Kansas. Uh, he had an offer from Kansas, Oregon. Florida, all those programs, they really recruited Terry O'Morris. Dylan Mitchell came down to uh, Texas, Florida State, Tennessee, Coach Barnes, and uh, Ohio State. It was really Ohio State was on the outside looking at the end. There was those three. Um, he was a big-time lean to Florida State at, at one point, and uh, then Texas really turned up the heat after watching him in July, June and July in the live evaluation period, and he ended up choosing Texas over FSU. So Howard, the the – if I heard Terry right, yeah. um, Howard, the assistant that came in from Kansas, was his primary recruiter. It sounded like obviously it's a basketball recruiting is a little bit different than it can be a team sport because Absolutely. you have different position coaches. And you know, who was who was uh, Mitchell's primary? That was uh, Malagy, Coach Malagy. Um, okay. So he 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 recruited him. Um, and, uh, you know, look, it's like you said, it's a collective effort on all these guys, but there is always the first contact and that's who it was. Yeah, it's the guy, you know, sometimes you got to, there's the guy that's texting him every right. day. You know, I mean, ultimately a lot of these guys, and that's, that's, that's really bodes well. Texas obviously did not go heavy in this high school class, uh, in part because they went so heavy in the portal uh, like this past offseason with Coach Beard coming in. Um, any Any thoughts on on what they're thinking there about how they're going to handle the portal long-term vis-a-vis high school prospects. One thing I will say, um, the the guys that came in at Texas acquitted themselves out of high school, acquitted themselves well, Courtney Ramey, Jace Febris, Andrew Jones, uh, Brock Cunningham, those guys all played uh, yesterday and played well. Yeah, I think it's going to be a mix. It's always going to be a mix and match. If Texas can find a – rim protector, a big here late in the spring signing period. And there's a lot of good players out there. Look, this is the early signing period. Uh, It's like anything else. 90% of the kids are going to sign early in basketball, but there are a lot of really good players still out there. Um, They're on a couple of those guys out West uh, in Phoenix and then out in uh, Utah, a couple of bigs. Um, But that's, it's going to be a mix and match. I don't think you're going to see Texas sign five high school prospects in a class. Um, Not when you, have the success they're having in the portal and not how much experience matters now in college basketball more than ever. There's no excuse to be in an experienced team anymore. There's really not because, you know, you can sign three, two, three, four high school kids, then get two, three guys out of the portal and you can put it all together. You're never an experienced team. And I can tell you for a fact that Chris Beard never plans on being an inexperienced team. Uh, So it's always going to be in a mix and a match and match. And you're going to have to see one of the tough things right now, like in where recruiting's change in basketballs, yeah, you want a big and a rim protector. So you want that guy you can develop, yes. But that guy might be a better player that, that's going to jump into the portal and helps you immediately versus three years down the road. But I do think there's a – you have to balance that. You have to be able to still have your high school guys and that foundation in your program because I don't think you want to turn over seven or eight guys every year in the portal. I'm not sure that's a long-term answer. I think there's going to be a really good mix – in match, and that's what they're going for. Yeah, and, and you know, to, to your point, it's not just about it's not just about those players that you get out of the portal or the ones you bring in. For Texas, they've had so many one and dones right. um, in the last really 15, 10, 15 years that well, I, I think that's played obviously played a role in their inconsistency from year to yeah. year. 
No, no question. You look at uh, Coach Beard's uh, team that went to the national title game at Tech, three of his eight were transfers. You look at Baylor last year, wins the national title, four of their eight were transfers. University of Houston had three transfers on a Final Four team. So these te- you're going to have two, three, four, probably three, four of those guys on these teams nowadays. Gonzaga is, is, is maybe the one t- program that and Duke are, are going to not be as heavy in the portal. But I, I even question over time if they will a little more because you can't beat experience, and you can't beat experience and talent. And if so, you can get a guy in from the portal that's experienced and talent, talented, you're going to take him every time. Anybody you were surprised with last night? Um, surprised with, um, you know, you know, who just continues to be a really good player is Christian Bishop. You know, he, he's a good athlete. I think he's going to shoot free throws better this year. You know, he was the one guy that didn't shoot free throws well amongst the guys who are going to be the eight man, nine man rotation at the end of the day. He shot 56% last year. I think he's going to move into the sixties this year. I think he's better than what he showed at Creighton, but he is such a good on on the ball defender and team defender, and he's a really good athlete. But I just think he's going to keep expanding his game, working with Bob Donawald Jr., who is great in player development for Beard. I think it's a guy that's going to expand his game. But I'll tell you the other thing about this Texas team. I think when they were um, – this roster was put together, a lot of people said, well, a lot of these guys are just going to be gone after one year. I'm not – I don't necessarily buy that. I mean, Christian Bishop, Trey Mitchell, and Dizu – Adisu is probably the best NBA prospect in the program. He's not playing right now. I think those guys are going to be at Texas for two years. So that's one of the things you've got to factor in in recruiting is, you know, some of these more of these guys may come back for a second year than you thought when you recruited them. They're really good players. They're going to play professional on some level. It's just where, and they may need that second year. A guy like Trey Mitchell, a second year physical development, really changing his body. I think he's already lost about 15, 20 pounds. That's going to do wonders for him. So, Jerry, uh, before we finish out, Texas goes to Gonzaga this weekend or where are they playing? Saturday night. In so Spokane? Yeah, yeah. So you got the, the Texas-Kansas football game, uh, and then you got the Gonzaga, Gonzaga basketball game. It's a 9.30 central time. So get your 7 p.m. power nap. Wow. That, I, I, I will stay up. I will stay up because I think uh, I think Texas may be onto something a little bit in basketball right now. And no it question. Felt, it felt a little bit different. Um, there wasn't this, and I want to say this, and, and you'll, you'll know what I mean. There wasn't this major drop-off from team A to team B or when somebody stepped off the court. There wasn't like this, oh, no. And, and, and I realized they were playing Houston Baptist last night. But it felt it, there was something about it that just kind of felt different to me. And, I'm again, I'm not this basketball guy, so I can't – Put my, my finger on it. Hey, Jerry, um, before we go, now today is National Signing Day across all sports except for football, basically. Um, I, I do want to say this because we have a lot of baseball fans on the site, too. Uh, top three signees, apparently, for the Longhorns in baseball that you want to know. Henry Bolt is an uh, infielder out of Palo Alto, California. Uh, he signed with the Longhorns today. He is ranked the number one high school prospect in the state of California by one service. Uh, Jalen Flores out of San Antonio Brandeis uh, is a uh, infielder uh, from uh, Holotes or the Brandeis area of, of San Antonio. Uh, Jared Thomas, uh, left-handed hitting first baseman outfielder out of Waxahachie. Those are, uh, according to some services that I look at out there, uh, Drew Bishop is one of the guys that I really trust in, in, in his 
thought process in, in ranking the baseball recruits. Those are the three that, that came out the highest. Uh, Jerry, anything else you want to add before we get going here? No, no. I, uh, again, uh, big time signing day uh, for Texas basketball, men's and women's. Women sign a really good class as well. Um, so just a lot of positives uh, uh, for the uh, fall sports and signing period. And look, again, we'll hit on it. I'm sure we'll hit on it later in the week, but huge football recruiting weekend in Austin. Devin, right. Devin Brown, Devon Campbell, Cam Dewberry, Kelvin Banks, four of the top prospects in the country are scheduled to be in Austin this weekend. All right. Be quiet while you're in that library at Dallas Kimball, bud. Well, we're about to get we're, – they're going to run you and I out of here in about two <laughs> we're done. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. This is Bobby Burton uh, for Jerry Hamilton. Uh, also, uh, please click subscribe, if you would, uh, in the right-hand – lower right-hand corner of your, your uh, set there or uh, screen uh, to subscribe to On Texas Football. Also consider – uh, please consider subscribing to InsideTexas.com. Uh, it's a pay subscription there where Jerry and I uh, literally cover uh, football, basketball, recruiting, uh, as well as Eric Nalin, Joe, Joe Cook, Justin Wells, Paul Wadlington, uh, I'm trying to even think, Ian Boyd, uh, Tim Preston now with the basketball coverage as well. So, uh, Jerry, once again, thanks a bunch, and uh, have a good one. Be safe today, bud. All right, see you. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.